Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I'm Mike. And I am Sam. Today we are on the subject of horror action. Well shit, let's get right into it. <laughs> well, uh, well dang, don't jump the gun there. Well, I, I, I'm conditioned that when you say that that we jump right into it. Oh sorry. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm a creature of habit. You're a dork. So I have, let's, do you want to start off on, a, on the low note and hopefully we can build? Yeah, let's do it, By man. the way, you know what? I what? noticed about episode, what is it, 17, so it would have been 16? What? We were a little depressed because those movies. Well, they but were, they were they, yeah, they were bad, man. Martin and Let the Right One In were both, like, bummers. Well, yeah. But uh, and I, as I was editing, I'm like, man, we, we were just kind of... We didn't sound our normal chipper selves, huh? Well, we, we ended up that way. I can't remember what we were talking about. I had some... Oh, it was when you started talking about cancer. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah. Uh, uh, there was something else. It, it, it ended up being pretty upbeat, but yeah. So, but what we did, and we didn't do this on purpose. Y'all, the subject this week is practically opposite yeah. than that. Than that kind of depressing thing, horror action, lots of guns, booby. This is mainstream. No, there yeah. weren't very many. Com- oh, I forgot about Life Force. Yeah, that and that, that dropped the booby bomb. Oh yeah, but uh, let's start off. I have a correction to make. What happened? <laughs> you know the uh, the little drummer boy. Tune? Oh no! I said it was by Tort. Yeah. Well, I was looking at the file, and I, and you know how when you're playing it in Windows Media Player, it'll show some of the metadata, just like song, you know, song right. name by whatever. Well, it cut it off, and it was actually by Tortured Conscience. Oh. So it wasn't a delicious French pastry. <laughs> it was a it was Tortured con- Conscience. I, so there you mean, go. So instead of Tart, it was uh, Tort. No, a tort. T o r t e. Look it up. No, I don't want to get kicked in the balls again by the listeners. You know what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Sounds like oh, that was the joke. I promise. It is. <laughs> Apparently, I'm just going down my list of stuff to to start the show off with. Apparently, uh, the kill scene for episode 14 was too hard. Yeah, a little bit difficult. So I am going to list on the forums under the episode 14 contest. Uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and list a hint. So by the time this is up. Um, there, there should be a hint on there. And to be honest, you know, by the time this is up and I drop a hint, someone may actually already have it, but mm. check it out. Check it out. Cool. I, I doubt it. Yeah. It's a tough one. You pulled it, out a tough one. It is a tough one. And, uh, I, I've gone back and I was the one that did subspecies a couple weeks ago. Right. Um, because I decided I don't want to be too hard cause that's obnoxious. Right. You know what? Uh, speaking of kill scenes, Florida Possum actually sent in. Uh, the kill scene for this episode as well. Oh, that's good. Thank you very much. You know, it, it saves us some time and you know what? We had a listener named Corey who just signed up for the forums. He's Rotten138, and uh, he sent us in a kill scene as well that we're going to use in episode 18. Oh, awesome. So we appreciate that. I mean, that saves us a little bit of work. Yeah, it saves, I, I end up, I've been doing the clips as of late, and it ends up saving about 15 minutes worth of yeah. time. And that kicks ass. It does. That's good. So we really appreciate that. So I got my new G1, the Android phone. How do you yeah. like that? I love it. Really, it kicks ass, and you can. And I've already downloaded all the code and stuff, so I might mess around and make a some kind of application for it that uh, maybe uh, your daily kick in the balls or something. Hey, like that's that. cool, man. That would be cool. I don't know, yeah. something stupid like that. Yeah. But uh, I downloaded a podcatcher for it, and uh, you know, I was thinking, sweet, you know, I could download it directly to my phone, and I could just listen to it. You know, maybe if uh, an episode comes out of you know one of our favorite podcasts comes out in the middle of the day while i'm at work or something i could just download it to my phone and listen to it right then mm. you know instead of having to wait to download it through itunes and then sync my mm-hmm. ipod well 
what I thought after I downloaded it and looked at it on my phone, I noticed that uh, you could go ahead and browse for some podcasts. So uh, I clicked that button and it went to the top fifty at Podcast Alley. And guess what happened? Um, your phone exploded. It, nice try. <laughs> we were number twenty-four. What? Yeah. Um, Adam, wait, unbelievable. Adam, hold on a second. Number twenty-four out of how many? Uh, I went to the site after that and looked around, tried to get some info on that because you know we haven't really been into that into podcast yeah. that much. Right. There are over fifty-one thousand, almost fifty-two thousand podcasts there. Wait a second. Now we're number twenty-four out of all of them are on, on a category. No, no, no. Overall. Oh my god. And you know, you know the thing is, is I, I don't even know how they put together their. I mean, I don't know if it has to do. I know you vote. You can vote for yeah. us there. Yeah. But I don't know if it also has to do with how many times you're feed has been accessed and downloaded and huh. stuff like that. I'll have to check that out more. But uh, we just, I, I just figured we need to thank our listeners. You guys yeah. are kicking ass. Well, thank the listeners in the program I put. Uh, it's a robot program that actually goes on and, and, and downloads that uh, five times every hour. So what, The only robot <laughs> Sam ever deals with is the one that he, uh, the breakdancing uh, psycho Japanese woman. I don't I've never even seen You know that. what? I actually, I actually saw a news article that some uh, Thai... I think he's from Thailand. Some guy is making a a woman robot, but she doesn't have genitalia yet. Yet, yeah. But uh, she can clean the house and stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, she freaking looks weird. But you know what? The possibilities are endless. Yeah, you could really get into some stuff there. <laughs> anyway, God, well, thanks hey, a lot, yeah, listener. That's yeah. awesome. Well, yeah, that's really great. Well, that's good news. That that makes me happy. That's oh, yeah, good. You know, the the thing is, is. I never check Podcast Alley. I signed up for it because, you know, people are like, that's what you do if you right. have a podcast. Right. But we really appreciate it. I mean, yeah. that, and we, you know, we get, I didn't know, but we've gotten a lot of comments up there. All, you know. That's great. All, good. And it's, all this stuff we haven't even checked. No, I know. Oh, that's, and it kicks ass. I need to get on there. It's awesome. And we, I, you know, I, I, I guess all I can say is we, I appreciate it so much. Merry Christmas it was, to us. Yeah, Thanks, it was such guys. a buzz for me to go up there and think, oh my gosh. Oh, you know, great. people, you know, people are actually listening and they're. Enjoying it, so yeah, that's I awesome. It. I love it. Um, and also, we've gotten a few new iTunes reviews, and we haven't really gotten any bad ones. That's good. I'm shocked. I we saw one on it. there where they they didn't like that we don't get into the movies right away. That was right. one comment, which is understandable. I mean, some people really want us to. Get oh, into that, oh yeah, but, I read that one because uh, we got took us an hour or something, but to still get gave gave us four out of five stars. Yeah, so I'm not going to complain about you know, that. And we I'm, and we really appreciate that. Yeah, it's give so, us the feedback. That's awesome. Cool, man. You know, keep doing it if you want to. You know, it yeah. it makes us feel good. Yeah, makes us makes at least it makes me wanna wanna. It just gets me hyped up for the show. I guess I know. I'm a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, speaking of dildos, guess who's the biggest dildo in the NBA? Uh, I don't know. Kevin Garnett. Oh, yeah. all you people yep. out there yep. who are Celtics fans, first of all, up yours, <laughs> and second of all, Kevin Garnett is the biggest dildo in the league. We just watched the Jazz, the most dominating team in the world, and they're going to take the championship this year. <laughs> and up all your guys who don't think that, just tease Yeah. But uh, we just watched the Jazz lose to the Celtics. Freaking Kevin Garnett is just a dumbass. But you know what? They didn't really lose. Because I want all you Celtics fans to know that that was us that just destroyed Paul Pierce's knee. <laughs> no so way. So you may have won the game, but we won the freaking war. <laughs> Paul Pierce is see, gone. See you later, championship. Sweet. Just kidding. I don't like that at all. That's that's not. Whatever. <laughs> oh, no, that's cool. So uh, I've got one last thing on my list here. Bestseller by Keith Latch. He is 
practically releasing another uh, book. We just talked about last week about Sleepwalkers mm-hmm. in his new patio book. He's actually just made another book called Bestseller Available. Bestseller, excuse me, available <laughs> to us. And uh, if you go to thecadaverlab.com, the homepage there, you will see, hold on, you will see that uh, we just, I, I put up a little write-up about it. There's actually a review on there from a guy, uh, let's see, what he writes for an online magazine called ebookguru.org. So go to cadaverlab.com. There's links to go check that out. You can download it as an ebook. But I, does this kid, does this guy ever sleep? I don't know. Freaking Keith Lash is dominating. Talented. Oh, yeah. I've been reading A Ghost Story, which is another book. I think it's an older book he, he wrote, but uh, I've been reading it. I, I put it on my new Fantastic G1. Oh, sweet. And I've uh, been reading that. It's, his stuff kicks ass. I don't know why hmm. he's not rich and famous. Hmm. Anyways, it's depressing because that means that I have one, one millionth of the talent and there's no possible way that I'm ever <laughs> going to be rich and famous from being an author. Anyways. Cool, man. All the books I write say the word peeny and uh, <laughs> dildo and all those words. And anyway, Wow. This is a great... I'm in a good mood to talk about the movies yeah, we've got yeah, today. I am too. What about you? I've been going off. I've got a couple things. Bracelets are here. Oh, yes. Bra- I, we have them sitting right here. They, They've turned out fantastic. They are beautiful. My wife actually laughed, and she, she asked if she could have one, and I told her no. But yeah, because it's for a good cause. We need, we need five bucks for that. Right. I'm going to buy her one, and that's all I'm getting her for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll put up information on how to get those, uh, and we'll send them right out when you want those. Oh, but, heck yeah. uh, but uh But glad, glad we, we have them in hand. Yes, we do. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put up – ooh, I'm going to be kind of busy editing the episode, but I'm going to try as soon as I can to put a link on the site – to order those and basically you'll just be you can look at it you can check it out you'll be redirected to paypal just pay them the money and whatnot and we'll get an email and then we'll shoot it out as fast as we can well and let us know too because you know we'd like to keep track so that when we write this check for the uh testicular reconstructive company <laughs> uh, you know all those who would like their name associated with that uh-huh. is great and if you don't you can just put anonymous and that's fine we'll just send you out the bracelet and and you don't have to have your name up and that's plus fine. we if you have a like if you want to use your forum handle or anything like that we'll add that yeah we'll put that so, that's yeah, yeah that's, that's fine, fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow God, i really appreciate big papa pump and all, <laughs> all sorts of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go make some up just to be funny. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then the other thing I've got is happy birthday to big winners. He's he's already turned 17 by the time that we uh, edit this. B Dub. But uh, he turned 17, I guess, with his twin sister, from what I can tell. Biggie Dubs on uh, on the 16th. So happy birthday to you! Thanks for listening. He's he's one of the originals. Yeah, he is. It uh, started out. I'm this, gonna uh, try to come up with another nickname for him. Okay, I'll keep. I've just been. Sick. I'll just keep filling time while you think about that. Uh, I'm done. Oh, okay. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why. I'm in a We're weird punchy. Yeah. It's good. No, it's good, man. No, it's, it's probably because uh, we just watched the end of that basketball game, and I'm all kind of pissed off. Yeah. That and Kevin Garnett's a deal, though. At least I <laughs> – did I mention that? <laughs> yeah. I freaking hate that guy. <laughs> That's all I had, though. Let's do it. Yeah. Should we, should we uh, – oh, oh, no. We So here here's the deal. We recorded last Wednesday, and Wednesdays are our normal recording day, and uh, today's actually Monday. So we, we've got a little Monday Night Football going on here, too, as we yeah. record. So, you know, and I didn't release the episode till what, Saturday? So mm-hmm. we didn't get a lot of voicemails. And we got we actually got quite a few emails. Um, but uh, mostly we're, you know, just kind of good job, guys. And we do appreciate those. Those kick ass. Yeah. Um, we did get one 
voicemail, which I'm actually shocked that we that uh, with the turnaround that, mm-hmm. we, that we got one. But that's good. So I'm going to go ahead and play that right now. Mike and Sam, this is your conscience calling. No, this is Lucas from the Midnight Horror Show, and yes, I am listening. And yes, I am in fact a douche. But I did want to clear up a few things. Do I hate you guys? Of course I do. 100%. Without a doubt. No. I don't really. I have no reason to. At least not yet. It is early in our small relationship, but eventually there may be things that just piss me off. But then again, that happens pretty much every show out there. But that's just me. Like I said earlier, I am a douche. But... Just wanted to let you know, I am listening, and so far in these past two episodes that I've actually taken time to listen to, uh, not your fault, Mike, um, they've been pretty damn good, dude. So, I mean, really all I could say is keep doing it, and uh, just keep expecting to get backhanded compliments from me on our show, because I'm an ignorant douche. (laughs) And nobody really seems to be able to get my stupid humor, but that's okay. Yo, so y'all just keep on kicking ass, and uh, we'll see you out there on the battlefields. Peace. Wow. Came down off of his high horse <laughs> to actually listen to us. <laughs> no, we appreciate that. That's, you know, uh, that's like, cool, man. He's like, you ha- we, I, you've given me no reason to hate you guys yet. And I'm like, we will. <laughs> we will give you a reason. Listen, don't be so hard on yourself. You called yourself a douche like ten times. I'm like, don't don't be so hard on yourself. Listen, he's a little insecure. It's, it's would cool. You ju- would you just leave? You know, all right, all right. Let's just pat his ego a little. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Thanks. No, these, those guys are so funny. Him and Danny yeah. over at uh, the Midnight Horror Show. I listen to those guys right when they come out they're the ones that put out two episodes two episodes a week jeez yeah and we're doing that right now yes yeah well yeah the one time <laughs> that we're doing that and uh but whatever no you know what wolfman we appreciate the call yeah you know it makes me feel good that you would listen to us yeah exactly you know a little street cred thanks man yeah <laughs> actually oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh we just love the feminine hygiene product so many References to that. Mm-hmm. Always a good thing. I don't even know how to spell it, but I sure say it a lot. Keeping the vagus clean. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we all should be appreciative, at least for that. That just gave me an idea. What? I wonder if you could develop, instead of a toothbrush, a vag brush. Something <laughs> like that that could work. <laughs> I, I'm starting to think, you know. Maybe you need. Maybe that could work. So, so your vagina doesn't get the the crazy disease gingivitis. <laughs> no, it'd be vaginginitis. <laughs> vaginitis. You know, you need to clean it up, Sam. You've been yelled at. <laughs> Listen, this stuff just comes to me, man. <laughs> Can't help it. You know what? Just spit it out. I make sure my filter is just off spit for it the out. podcast. Uh, so I'm gonna start working on that. Vaginginitis. You know what? <laughs> we should get some bracelets for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, here's the deal: our female listeners, they can't really love their junk. Let's say they could. Well, Cadaverlab so, says, "Watch out for vaginginitis." <laughs> yes, we have our second batch out. We are gonna get those ordered. Oh my gosh. That is that kicks ass. We are doing that. Thanks for the idea. Oh, sweet. You know what? 
See, look what happens. You listen to us. You help out the community. That's right. And, and plus, we're, we've actually, um, we just paused it there for a minute, and we looked up a uh, gyne- gynecologist. <laughs> what? Gynecologist. Oh, my gosh. I'm a dumbass. A gynecologist that actually specializes in vagingivitis. <laughs> and so we're going to take care. We're, we're actually going to make a giant check and present it to them, too. That's good. Sweet. I like it. Oh, my gosh. That was wow. way to go. That was a good one. All right. So uh, we ready to get into these flicks or Let's what? Let's do it. That's all right. Well, do you want – you know, we're, we're only a little while into it, but I think that uh, I'm feeling really Christmassy. And there's yeah. still a lot of tunes from that Brutal let's, Christmas. Let's do it. Let's do we're it. We're going to do another one. This is also from the Brutal Christmas album. And uh, just so you know, if you go to cadaverlab.com, you can you can go look at the show notes for the show and actually find out where all this is, everything we talk about is from. You can go check it out. But anyways, there's a link to a Brutal Christmas up there for episode 16. What are we on? 16? We're on, we're on 17. 17 now. Yeah. And there will be for 17. But here you go. Enjoy.
We're still dying from vagingivitis. By the way, we're going to, the ones that we have now, the bracelets are all in red. We're going to make those ones green. <laughs> oh, that is so bad. Oh, dude. Action horror, man. This this should be a good, uh, th- these were good flicks. Yes. These were, I mean, I'll tell you what, it was good to just be able to turn the brain off and uh, have a good time. You know what? And the thing is, is, sometimes you want an action flick, sometimes you want a horror flick, but with this you get both. That's right. So we did Constantine in Days in Underworld. And, uh, you know, sometimes I kind of look down on the big budget blockbuster movie type movie, you know. Why do you do? Why? I don't, why I don't know that? why. Maybe really? it's because I'm, it's, I don't know. It may, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm a snob or anything like that, but it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, all these big star famous guys. I think, I'll tell you why I think it is. I think it's because most big stars shy away from horror because they think they're too good for it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you got these big name actors who are in these, you know, they kind of have to, they, I don't know, maybe they have to go a little extra mile, an extra mile to, uh, you know, prove to me their worthiness of my viewing. Yeah, you know, for me, what I was trying to figure out, why am I enjoying this so much? Why uh-huh. why is it just kind of really entertaining? Uh-huh. And I think that after watching some of the movies I've been watching lately, I knew that watching these big blockbuster Hollywood yeah. video movies, that I wasn't going to be shocked with something over the top. Well, they weren't deep. They no. They were not deep. They were not brooding. I mean, you know, there were dark parts and stuff like that, but it was all kick-ass. Yeah, I mean, like last week with Let the Right One In, Ooh. I was on edge the whole time right. from the very first scene because of what we talked about. with You just you don't know what's coming. You're like, please don't show me that. Please don't. Exactly. And I didn't have to worry about any of that with these movies. And right. so where, you know, I really like the horror genre. Right. It, like you said, it's kind of nice to take a little bit of a vacation from having to worry that I'm going to see something over-the-top shocking. Well, and here's the deal, too. I bet if we kept watching these horror action things, we'd have the same reaction to if we watched a Martin or something like that. We'd be like, finally, something with a little bit of brain, right. something with yep. a great story. Yep. You know, I, I think it's just, you know, you need to keep, you, you can't just watch the same type of movie over right. and over. You're getting sick of it. Right. You know, and that's, that's horror has a lot of subgenres, and there mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness, right? Yep. So let's uh, let's talk about the first one here on the list, which is Constantine. A demon just attacked me right out in the open on Figueroa. They don't like you, John. How many have you deported back to hell? Not some angry half-breed midnight, a full-fledged demon here on our plane. Clearly, I do not have to remind you that is impossible. And yesterday, I saw a soldier demon try to chew its way out to a little girl. Listen, John. Demons stay in hell. Angels in heaven. Great detente of the original superpowers. Thanks for the history lesson, Midnight. You've been a tremendous help. Not bad, you hear that? You know why that is? It's because this is Kramer. Chaz Kramer. Chaz. 
Came out in 2005. It was directed by Francis Lawrence. It was written by Jamie Delano and Garth Ennis. I, uh, it's E N N I S, and I want everybody to know that I am taking the high road and not calling him Gary Ennis and then going off on something. That's good, man. Oh. Nice work on that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, they those two actually wrote the Hellblazer comics, which uh, Constantine was, mm. excuse me, was based. And then uh, a guy named by the name of Kevin Broadbin uh, actually wrote the story in the screenplay. Uh, excuse me, screenplay. Uh, IMDb, IMDb gave it a 6.6, which is, uh, you know, actually a little bit higher than I would have mm-hmm. expected. Typically these, I, I would assume, mid-fives. You know, for IMDb, you know, in my book, they're a lot higher than what IMDb gives them. But uh, the budget was $90 million, but the gross was $230 million. The running time, all three of these movies today were a little bit longer. The running time on yep. this one was 121 minutes, so yep. that's over two hours. Yep. Um, it starred Keanu Reeves as John Constantine, Rachel Weiss as Angela Isabel Dodson, Shia LaBeouf as Chas Kramer, Digimon Hunsu. What? It's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't watch a lot of Disney shows. Listen, he's on Transformers, Disturbia. He's on a lot of good stuff. He's on your mama. What the f- I need to get home then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, you live with your mom still? Uh, Pruitt Taylor Vince was Father Hennessy. That's the dude with the weird eyeballs with the shaky, you know what I'm talking about? He was the big fact. Oh, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Peter Stormare played Satan, who, by the way, I love that guy. I love mm. the guy who plays Satan. Yeah, in he show. is awesome. So what did you, th- let me ask you a quick question. What do you think of uh, Rachel Weiss? I don't, she's not good looking to me. I don't, I, I don't find it. her... I don't find her compelling. I mean, I kind of thought she was entertaining in uh, Mummy, in uh, the Mummy. Yeah. But I, like I've seen her in other movies, like uh, the Enemy at the Gates, and kind of, she brings me down, man. I, I, you know, I, I am not gonna. It's not that I think that she's not good looking, really. It's just that she bothers me. I don't, yeah. I don't typically like her in the movies I watch. So and that's I what I, that's what I mean. I don't like the character she plays. She just brings me down a little bit. It's huh. like. She stares off into space. She's just not a compelling character for me. I'll tell you what this this flick. She was a she was in it a lot, but I think the the story and everything kind of made up for her. Actually, speaking of story, let me read the synopsis. An ordinary man with an extraordinary gift must save the planet from evil in this action packed fantasy. Unknown to most people, the world is crowded with the spirits, both good and evil, who walk among us in human guise. One of the few who can see these spirits is John Constantine. But the responsibility of his vision is more than he can stand and tries to kill himself. Saved from death, Constantine must now atone for his actions by acting as a guardian in the middle ground between paradise and hell. Constantine also makes the acquaintance of Angela Dodson, a police detective who becomes aware of his unusual gift. While looking into the death of her sister, he leads her into the unknown world of spirits and soon circumstances demand that they join forces in a desperate bid to save humanity from evil. So what did you think about the movie? I didn't like it very much. Really? No. I There were some plot holes in mm-hmm. it and some things that unfortunately I was asking myself uh-huh. throughout the movie that just led me to think, right, even towards the end, I'm just like, I don't I don't buy it for one second. Not that I believe every movie is real. Right. But I just, I'm like... Well, do you have an example? I have an example. So, spoiler alert, by the way, because I'm going to talk about the end because this is the most blatant example. Okay. So, there's this big plot thing going on where they're trying to unleash the the devil's son, right? Right. 
And so they go throughout this whole thing, and it's angels and demons with each other, and, and it's almost to this point. So Constantine decides to kill himself again to bring the devil up. Right, because now, he's the one soul that the devil would come to collect himself. That's right. You know, you figure that the end of the world and this big plot thing is a pretty big deal. Uh-huh. The devil has no effing idea what's going on, but he knows right when Constantine kills himself. And so I'm just like, what the fuzz? <laughs> Listen, I, I don't buy this shit for one second because you're going to tell me that in the next room, this shit over here is going on and Constantine is breaking the news to you? Oh, do you didn't notice that he had a pager on? <laughs> it was attached to Constantine's life force. Yeah, exactly. No, no but that that kind of that's the kind of stuff that I kept thinking. Nobody, uh-huh. these guys don't know this is going on. So it kind of ruined it ruined it for, at the end when the devil shows up and, and Constantine's breaking the news to him, uh-huh. and that's what the whole crux of the the end is all about. Uh-huh. And so it just it, it that bothered me. You know, I actually like this show. Okay. I, I do. I like this movie. I I don't think it's like the most profound thing in the world. And you know that did, that didn't even bother me mm. because uh, I'll tell you what I'm sure I'm I'm glad my parents didn't know what the freak I was doing all the time <laughs> when I was a kid you know yeah. but uh, no you know I don't know I think I mean some of the when did, when this come out it came out in 2005 some of the special effects you can tell were a little dated mm-hmm. and that's only three years old almost four years mm-hmm. old some of the, some of the CGI was just a little off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I mean, I think the character of Constantine played by Ted, <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think it was okay. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I could buy that. He, yeah. he does. I mean, he, obviously he, Keanu Reeves basically plays himself in, in every movie that I mean, he's in. I, you know, I don't mind. And then the thing is, is I think, I, I think I'm a sucker for, I don't, I don't know what to call it, biblical type mm. stories, you know? And I like... The different takes on oh well this is how the earth how the world's going to end you know and I, you know the story wasn't bad maybe the execution had some I mean the execution definitely had some flaws I'll tell you one thing I hated about this what's his name the dumbass lead singer of Bush Gavin Rossdale was that him as Balthazar yeah he played Balthazar dude I had, yeah when he said finger looking good I, yeah, I was just I was just gonna say that kill him. dude cannot act and when he 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 reaches in he licks his fingers and says. Finger licking. I just wanted to kick him in the balls. He gets a kick was. in the balls. Yes. He gets. You know what? We didn't give one out last episode, so he gets it for last episode too. <laughs> so that's. I really hated him in it. He, you know, he was. He was only probably in it as a total of five minutes. Mm-hmm. That re- he really bothered me. Mm-hmm. This. But as far as I like the, I like the characters. I even liked uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I like him a lot. Well, I, I like. I like good. him, and I liked. Uh, there was a guy. There was kind of a helper, like the bug guy. You know, who mm-hmm. constantly would go for information, and uh, he was into collecting all these strange relics. You know, mm-hmm. I, th- I think they were. I think some of the characters were good. Well, and I think probably the best character and the most redeeming character character was uh, an anorexic James Spader playing uh, Gabriel. I oh, thought that was pretty oh solid. <laughs> what is her name? I can't remember. She's the White Witch in Chronicles of Narnia. She's one no of the most unattractive females yeah. in the world. But I, I just kept thinking that's James Spader, even <laughs> anorexic. But uh, you know. I thought there are some good things in this yeah. movie. There are. I really like the very beginning. Well, not the very beginning, but the first time you meet John Constantine when he's doing that exorcism. Right. I thought that was pretty unique. And yeah, that was some cool. pretty good things. But I think they just didn't develop a lot of the stuff that they started. I mean, they, they spent this kind of a you know pretty significant chunk right at the beginning uh-huh. to introduce you to the spear. And it just gets right. lost throughout the whole movie until it, it comes in right at the end. And there was a very great explanation as to what's going on and why they have to use that. And I mean, it's just there's yeah, there was sure well, there was, was there, well, there was a little bit of an explanation, uh-huh. but you know, the whole time I just kept thinking, what what does this have to do with 
what's going on. And- so basically, the story is that all these, you know, there's a balance between good and evil. You, there, no actual demons can come out and kill people, or they're not supposed to do that. But, but they're, they're there are half the breeds. Well, well, the thing is, is they they're trying. They're yeah. starting to come out. Well, the, the rule is that you know angels can't come down and directly affect you. They can they can influence you. They can you know try to nudge you in a certain way. And the same with demons. But the balance is starting to be thrown off when demons start showing up and, and start trying to, uh, for instance, enter the world and what Sam was talking about just a second ago by entering our world through a possessed young woman or whatnot. So basically, Constantine's got to go and make sure that the balance is kept. They find out through a little bit of mystery that we, we mentioned this too, that the son of Satan kind of wants to take over, you know, kind of wants to show up. He has to show up through a psychic and be let out through, I guess, her body. And the only way to do that is to cut him, cut the host's body open with the spear of destiny. And that's what it is. Okay. But, okay. you know, and so, and so that's it. Mm-hmm. And, and Rachel Weiss is actually ends up being the psychic. And she had a twin. There, there's a whole, you know, there's a couple of things going on. It's not too deep. But so so how how are half breeds created? Did they explain that? I don't know how they're created. No. Okay, that was another thing that I'm like, wow, the hell the hell does that happen? You know what? The laws of, <laughs> of hell do not need to check with you to see if it's okay to do it. No, and that's fine. Listen, I, I am not going to bag on this horribly because I'll tell you, it was still it was still entertaining. Uh-huh. I like something different coming at me from something different, but it's some of the loopholes have to have to just kind of be closed for and, me. And you know what? There, there's one other thing that I hate about this movie. Okay. And it, this is not just this movie. It's a lot of big blockbuster movies. It's called The Dumbass Clause. Now, every once in a while, somebody will say something just to make sure that the audience knows what's going on a little bit. For instance, uh, apparently when you kill a bunch of demons that are trying to enter the world or whatever, a uh, uh, sulfuric odor is emitted oh, yeah. so they go in they, they want to go find out what happened to a buddy of theirs you know someone that works with them and uh, i swear rachel weiss looks right into the camera sulfur <laughs> you <laughs> yep. know j- just to yep. let us know and i was yep. like you know what shut up yep. it's like we're not it well maybe maybe we are idiots are you trying to ensure that no one's going to watch this movie again to try and figure it out yeah, exactly Why don't you just spell it out for us well i don't know plus it wasn't that big a deal it was just like Hi, just in case anybody missed anything, right. sulfur, you know, just right. shut up. Right. But, you know, you have to expect that stuff from right. from a movie. It seems like the, and here's another reason why I don't typically give big blockbuster movies, Just I don't just automatically love them. Uh, you know, they have to prove it to me. Mm-hmm. I feel, I'm, I'm not like some freaking egomaniac dumbass or anything. I'm a dumbass, but not an <laughs> egomaniac dumbass. It's just, they, they seem to make movies for the lowest common denominator. Right. In a lot of times, unless it's you know uh, some kind of uh, uh, <clears throat> you know drama where you know to expect that yep. you know, but this action-packed, brainless type thing, you're gonna get those. Right. And, you know, I'm not saying it's insulting, but it's like, come on. But it's but like you said, it's kind of almost expected when it's a big blockbuster. Right. They gotta make sure that that people that aren't or, you know don't follow horror genre, they're gonna right. enjoy the movie. Right. So. Exactly. All right. So, but you know what? I I didn't love this movie. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I'll give it. Uh, I'll give it a red box. Yeah, I'd give it a red box. Okay. So. Yep, I'd give it a red box twice because you got to see it twice to understand what the hell's going on. But <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I would have given this a buy, but uh, Rachel Weiss. Yeah. 
You know, I, I would if if Rachel Weiss was played by, um, I don't know who else is out there that I like. I don't know, maybe oh, what's her name? They used to be married to jo- Tom Cruise from Australia. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I like Nicole Kidman. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, I like her. Come no. on. I don't like her since uh, they they made the love scene in uh, Cold Mountain where someone kissed her ass. I've not seen that. I did. That, that was like a main scene in that love scene is that someone was kissing her ass, like literally doing it. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't I you didn't mean they weren't like, wow, you are beautiful. No, and you're actually, smart. Uh, they actually put lips to ass. Lips to ass. I just didn't didn't find that. I didn't like that. You know, I've never seen that show, so maybe I'm still okay. <laughs> the last show I saw her in was uh, that one where she got booked naked. <laughs> A lot. What was, what was that one called? Oh, the, Eyes Wide Shut? Eyes Wide Shut. I've never seen that. I've yeah. never seen that. It sucks. You know what? Let's go on a little aside here. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, I've been thinking I want to go out and see The Day the Earth Stood Still. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see that. I want to see that. Yeah. I was reading about it, and some guy was kind of pissed off because, uh, what's her name, Jennifer Connelly is in it. And he's like, why are all these women starving themselves to look like sickly, anorexic ladies? And he said something that I thought was really funny. He said, what happened to the days of big boobies from career opportunities in her? So, sorry, to keep, I keep saying boobies and stuff, but you know what? It's it's a problem. That's a, you know. It, it, do you notice that too? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, I thought I'd bring I that you, up. Man. No, I hear you. So so, what do you got for this show? Oh, oh, I was going to tell. Okay, so the, I was going to say. Now that we're way off the topic, but I was going to say I would have given this a buy, except for the the, with the end when the devil showed up and didn't know what the hell was going on. Okay, but he showed up for that one part. I like that guy though. Oh, I love that guy. That That guy is awesome. He's he's great in every show that he's in. I loved him in Minority Report. Anyways, yeah, yeah, he's funny. So I've got uh, Six Degrees, which is Shia LaBeouf was in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull with Harrison Ford. Ball. I didn't like that show. And Harrison Ford was in The Fugitive with Tommy Lee Jones, who was in Batman Forever with Jim Carrey, who was in The Majestic with Bruce Campbell. And, yes, I am going easy today just because I'm to the point where I just want to prove that I can do it, so screw (laughs) y'all. Dang, don't be so hostile. (laughs) And then I learned a few things from this movie. Constantine hates spiders. I did learn that. He does. He tortures them. Yes, I was like, wow, that's uh, actually against Peter rules. I hope this movie uh, doesn't get blood thrown on it. Actually, there was an official from Peter who made sure that there was not a real spider. I'm not shitting you. I'm shitting you. <laughs> and then uh, another thing uh, that I learned was that hell looks a lot like Cleveland, Ohio. You know what hell looks like? What? Like really? Yep, yep. That's about <laughs> what it looks like. I spent a couple of years there. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, Dude, real quick, do, yeah. you know, do you want to know what I thought hell looked like? What? Okay, you remember the remake of The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah. How they did those uh, those nuclear tests? And oh, also, yeah. It looks yeah. like that. Yeah. It was cool. Yep, I thought yeah. it was cool. No, I thought, the, I thought the special effects were good. And the last thing I learned was that pussy and water will take you to hell. Pussy and water. Oh, right. Right. Are we going to let them watch the <laughs> yeah, show to get that Yeah, just check it one? out. <laughs> right, sweet. Well, that's cool, man. All right. <laughs> so we both give that a red box. Red we box. Red box it. I, th- I still feel like I enjoyed it a little more than you did. Yeah, I think you did. I, mine's a definite little red box. Here, here's the deal. This is I watched this with my wife, and I, for I mean, everyone knows that my wife and I have we cannot watch the same movies because one of us will be bored or pissed or whatever. But this one was kind of a crossover, you know. Actually, all three of these were. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get right into end of days. 
The Holy Church has been searching for you since the day you were born. Chosen for what? Every thousand years on the eve of the millennium, the dark angel comes and takes a body, and then he walks the earth looking for a woman who will bear his child. It all has to happen in that unholy hour before midnight on New Year's Eve. If he consummates your flesh with his human body, then he unlocks the gate of hell, and everything as we know it ceases to exist. Amy? Don't stay in there too long. You'll turn into a prune. Emily. Come on, darling. It's time to get out. Gotta get you dressed. Your daddy's gonna be home soon. Yes, you certainly do. <laughs> but I don't think he'll be home. No, what makes you say a silly thing like that? He never comes home. Well, honey, you know your daddy works. It's not about how much time you're there. It's about quality time. Now he'll be home just like he promised. You'll see. He keeps his promises. I can give it all back to you. Everything that he took away. Everything. <laughs> you can hold your wife again. You can watch your daughter walk through the door in her prom dress. All you have to do is tell me where the girl is. Oh, come on. She's a nobody to you. You don't even know her. You're in the middle of something you don't really understand. You think you're saving her from me? She wants to be with me. You know that. So what did you do in school today? You think I'd harm her? I treat her like a queen. You told me once you'd do anything to get your family back. You want them? This is your chance. They're in the drill. Does that matter? Oh, yes. I think you need to be reminded of how painful reality is. No! 1999. Uh, directed by Peter Hyams, written by Andrew W. Marlowe. IMDb gave it a 5.4, which is exactly yeah, where I yep. where I would expect yep. it. Um, the budget was 100 million. And, God, that seems like so much money. That seems like a ton. Again, the running time is 122 minutes. Uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger played Jericho Kane. Gabriel Byrne played Satan. By the way, he had some of the kickest assist. I don't know if that's a word. It's not, I know, I definitely maneuvers. know maneuvers in the yeah, world. Yeah. Uh, Robin Tooney. What else is she on? She, I recognize that name. She's in, uh, oh, what was that show? She was in that, with that girl with the giant head, giant mouth in there. And it was a girl that was on the Waterboy. She was a Waterboy's girlfriend, but she was a witch in The oh, Craft. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Craft is what she's in. Uh, and she's been in a bunch of stuff here and there. Yeah, because I recognize that name. Yeah, Robin Tooney. Or if she or has Tooney? different hair in the stuff. Oh, definitely. I'd recognize her. Well, not in... She was in... Uh, she, she's been in a lot of stuff. She looks a lot like Demi Moore. Kind of. Kevin Pollack played Bobby Chicago. Udo Kier played the head priest, and I bring up Udo Kier because he is a big genre. Did you say head priest? He, he is he the head priest. dies awesomely. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have something. Head priest, I, I have like, something about okay, that. Right, <laughs> it's good. like... Um, and then CCH Pounder played Detective Margie Francis, and I only bring up that name because it kicks ass. Yeah, she was the Carmen San Diego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so here's the synopsis. And this this movie was a lot less deep than Constantine. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, the Governor kicked ass in it. <laughs> Love that guy, man. In 1979, an innocent newborn girl is secretly patronized by Satanists. 20 years later, she is developed into a young woman who is haunted by dreams about one strange man. Meanwhile, private security guard Jericho takes down an old homeless priest who tried to shoot Jericho's customer, a successful Wall Street banker, 
who was originally played by I forgot his name, Gabriel Byrne. Well, he plays him, but then Gabriel Byrne changes. What Jericho does not know is that Satan himself roams the streets of New York in order to mate with the one chosen girl. If he fails to do so in the last hour before the next millennium, his only chance to get out of his eternal prison is gone, and he has to wait another thousand years. Now it is up to atheist Jericho to find the girl before Satan does and protect her from harm. But Jericho does not have a clue who he's up against. I sh- you know, I don't read these typically as, mu- as well as I should before I read them on the show. But he wasn't really an atheist. He was just a guy who had lost his faith because of an incident where his family, his, his wife and daughter, got murdered. Oh, are you talking about 50 other movies? Oh, no, we're talking about No, we're, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a fairly... I've got a comment about that. Well, go ahead. I just, I, it seems like they go for the quick, I'm going to get your heartstrings right away, this guy lost his family. Well, dude, it is... And a lot of movies do that, and it's pissing me off, because it's like, I just watched Max Payne. Oh, yeah. Same effing thing. I wrote right. down Max Payne, The Punisher, right. The Crow, which right. I thought The Crow was good, right. and it's one of the first ones that I'd seen well, where that actually played into it. Is it is a tried and true equation. Well, that's what I mean. Think of something else to get me to like the character. I'm tired of that angle. I'm tired of it. I'm 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 going to argue with you only for argument's sake. Okay. But we just talked about how we can turn our brain off, you know, while we watch these movies. That is a comfortable element of a movie for us. And I'm not yeah. saying that's okay. No, I, I I'm not. But that I, is a good point. But I don't expect anything more. And that's it. Hmm. You know, I mean, but that does that make you feel like it's a sympathetic character? Like, does it automatically take you there? No. Okay. The, then it doesn't the, work. The fact that Arnold Schwarzenegger said, Oh, stop being a pussy in the movie <laughs> makes me think that he's a sympathetic character. Oh, okay. He shoots his buddy to make sure he's not a demon. That's a good. And, point. And, the, and the guy grabs it. Ah, oh, stop being a pussy. <laughs> that was one of the best lines in any Arnold movie in the world. A couple of notes on this. The effects, the, the creature effects were done by Stan Winston, uh, the director of Pumpkinhead, and uh-huh. his resume is long with creature effects, producing all sorts of stuff. He recently passed away. Mm. They had the same music as Sleepy Hollow a lot of the time, which I thought was really weird. That mm. girl singing. Yep. I'm, I, la, 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 la. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think it fit very well in this because it was just a explosion, you know, movie with lots of explosions and violence and stuff, and then they tried to drop that bomb on us. I don't think right, so. Right. By the way... After all the shit I'm going to talk about, I just want you to know I really like this movie. Yeah, I like it too. For, for no, no like other it. reason than I turn my brain off and watch yeah. some ass kicking. I, this this was a decent movie. I thought it was good. This is probably one, I'm going to say behind Terminator, probably the, the best Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that I've seen. Predator? Mm, oh, you know what? That's a I point. love Predator. That's a great point. This is in my top five of Sixth Arnold Schwarzenegger Day? movies. No, this one's ahead of oh, that. Oh, what? I love the yeah, Sixth I like that movie too, but this one's ahead of that. But I, you know, I I like this movie. I thought that uh, Gabriel Byrne did a really good job. By the way, Gabriel Byrne had the biggest kick-ass scene of anything. Was it at the very beginning when he just yes. walks out of the bathroom well, and grabs well, that guy's so, wife? So he basically goes in the bathroom. This this uh, Wall Street banker, but he gets possessed by Satan while in the bathroom. Walks out. Walks I've had out. that happen before. <laughs> oh, yeah, no shit. But I usually just take care of it in the stall and then leave it there. <laughs> what? What the? <laughs> but. Uh, he walks out, starts, cups this lady's boob, and just starts making out with her right. I was like, oh, my gosh. 
And the guy's the, the lady's husband's like, "What are you doing?" He just looks. He at looks, her. Hell yeah! And I'm thinking, man, that's got to be an awkward sequence. But yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't that awkward because like three seconds later, the restaurant blows up. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, well everything's resolved. Yeah, now. it's all it's all. They got bigger things to worry exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> you know what though? But with that, it was funny because you know I had forgotten that that's that Satan comes out of the sewer like that, uh-huh. and, and so. You know, once I realized that, that this is actually Satan himself, uh-huh. I'm like, what, what the hell is he doing down in the sewer for like 20 years? Why is he hanging out down there? <laughs> Dude. Why is he coming up from where, there? Where did he come from? From the sewer. Really? And like, he, all of a sudden, these guys are down in the hole down there, and then stuff starts shaking. And then the sewer thing blows up, and he comes right out of the sewer, the manhole, and well, then flies into the restaurant. Well, dude, that's because hell is in the center of the earth. Oh, Apparently, I, I don't. Oh, that's true. He probably has to get through through the drainage system that goes right all the way down <laughs> to the middle of the earth. I had forgotten about that. He, go, he goes to the core, through the magma, up to the crust, through well, the no, drainage. Well, no, he started out in China because that's on the Satan lives in enough. China. Yeah. You know, we actually have some listeners in China. We apologize. No, no. If you see him, <laughs> let me just. Watch you know out. what? I'll tell you what though. That uh, Satan does live in China, but the Chinese don't care because they don't believe in Christian. That's philosophies. why. That is why. Right he he has no power over. That's him. right. So he, he just vacations there. Like <laughs> that's where his summer home is at. Anyway, so that's why he comes up from the <laughs> shit. That's, that's why. That's where his summer home great. is. <laughs> that's great. We just burned like two minutes talking about that. <laughs> no good. Um, but uh, so yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. You know what else was disgusting? What was that shake that Arnold made right at the very beginning? Oh, that was sick. That was sick. Well, eggs and bourbon or whatever. Oh, he picks up pizza that was smashed on the floor. Yeah, that was gross. Oh yeah. And Pepto Bismol. <clears throat> Listen, I like that for a little flavor here and there, but... That, Not in your damn shakes. Yeah, that was great. Well, it actually started... We, we are introduced to Jericho by him pointing a gun at his head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, another thing, oh, he's so depressed because his family died. And, yeah. You know, the thing is, is you know... I, it's not that I can identify with him, but I can identify with him because it's ha- or I, I can understand what's going on because I've seen it in, like, like you said, every yeah. other action movie right. in the world. Well, and yeah... You know what else? You know where else this movie took me? Where? Uh, to the days of worrying about Y2K. You know what? Right at the no very kidding. beginning when they started talking about that. And I started thinking, you know all the alarmist bullshit that we've been having to deal with? Like the bird flu? Where the hell did the bird flu go? That was like this big thing and they had the, like, the little graphs that, right. you know, even if the TV's on mute, you look over and you see the earth turn red and you're like, shit, that's the bird flu. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what they're talking about right now. Everyone's wearing those like face yeah, masks. All the masks and stuff and you're looking at your birds like, you effing bastards. <laughs> don't you come near me. <laughs> you're going to contract the flu? Yeah. Dude, don't breathe on me or cough on me, chicken. <laughs> so it, it was kind of nice to go back to that. Maybe, they, maybe if you get was. the bird flu from them and you die, that's called the kicking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I thought it was just kind of, it was almost, uh, what do they call that? What's the you word? know, when I started school with that, I started in 1999, uh-huh. like my college degree and stuff mm-hmm. in, in uh, software engineering. That was all anybody yeah. talked about. Yeah, I bet. And it's and I I was like, oh, it's nostalgic. nostalgic. Yeah, That's so it's like, oh, sweet, you know. This, yeah. this brings me back to the days and all that bullshit. You know what? I didn't even notice anything happened. Nothing did happen. <laughs> they took care of it. It's the same shit that I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Listen, whatever they're telling you, they're trying to sell you something. Yep. On the news, they're trying to get you to watch it. Don't believe it. Go spend your money. And you're not going to lose your job. That's what end of days teaches you. That's right. I believe it. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So, um, you know what else was awesome? What? The, kid, the the helicopter scene, there was no that I could tell 
There's no CG there. Oh, exp- uh, go, explain it to us. Well, there, there, at the beginning, you've got this priest that, that tries to take out Arnold Schwarzenegger's customer, who ends up being Gabriel Byrne, the the, the, the devil. Uh-huh. And so this priest is up on the roof, and so Arnold's in the helicopter, and so they actually have to, they have him dangling down. I'm sure it was a stuntman or whatever. Right. But they have to do some some pretty cool helicopter stuff, grabbing the guy off the roof and that, and uh-huh. then they're spinning around and swinging. And I thought, you know, that's pretty cool that they're not computer graphics. That I remember thinking that, but you I know. remember thinking... Where is the safety on this guy? I mean, maybe I should just have enjoyed the show, mm-hmm. but I was worried about that guy's safety. Yeah, I don't blame you, dude. Sometimes you have to wear Depends to uh, movies because you just get so worked up about shit. <laughs> I'm wearing Depends right now. <laughs> well, I am too. We go, we go two hours and we drink a little water. I don't want to get up and stop. Ever since I just pissed my pants from Vagitat or what, what, what was it? <laughs> Vagivitis? No. Vagingivitis. <laughs> Vagingivitis. I already soiled one pair of pants. I'm not going to do it to another. That's right. These are awesome. Okay, so I'm Udo Kier, you know, and I've been preparing Satan. I've been, uh, you know, Satan's on earth and whatever. And uh, I've been going through all the rigmarole, getting everything prepared. So what does is, what is Satan do? He shows up at my damn house and sleeps with my wife and daughter. <laughs> that was just a dream. What? No. Yeah, that didn't happen. Oh, what? Damn it, you're right. <laughs> but he gets punched through the face. That was classic. <laughs> so, um, you can't do one thing? Yeah. You've been serving me and worshiping me for 20 years and took care of all this shit while I'm hanging out in China in the sewer? <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the head right through. The, and I'll tell you what, that is a thanks you get for working for Satan. That's right. That's it. He, he doesn't appreciate anything. Remember that 666 lovers. Right, exactly. that is what's going to happen to you. Your brain is coming out the back of your head. Or one thing that bothered me, a 999 lovers. Oh, yeah. Because that, Good that, point. I did not like that. Yeah. Because one of the, uh, one of the prophecies, it, one of the priests was explaining, you know, it's a lot of times people think it's the number of the beast is 666, but it's not. If you turn it upside down, it's 999, and that's the year he's showing up. That pissed me off. That was so stupid. You know, uh, I can give that one away because, I mean, I, I can... You can only look, do that once. Well, exactly. Well, I, mean, I guess you can wait a thousand years. Exactly. But I'll tell you what, that um, I, was not, I was not happy about that. But I, I'll let it slide only because I don't think that the guys who put this together could come up with anything better than that. <laughs> I mean, really? That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, that was all there was. No no brains in this one. No brains. No. Loved it, though. You know what else was a painful death? (laughs) What? Did you see that priest get his neck broken? Yes, I did. Spun all the way around. Dude, that was, that that hurt. Like, I cringe every time that happens in a movie anyway. Uh But this one going all the way around. Uh So the guy smiling at me with his head backwards (laughs) was just... I mean, I really cringed. I don't know if it was just the noise, but it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was, it was bad. Bad. So, so I mentioned that um, basically Satan had to find this chosen soul. And I don't know why she was chosen, why this particular person was chosen. Because the stars were aligned at the very moment of her birth. Right. But it just happened to be her. There was nothing pre- yeah. preordained yeah, no. or anything like that. Her mom wasn't a whore. It wasn't a jackal. Nope. Or anything like that. So she shows up. She gets, you know, whatever. She's born. She grows up. She lives with a step, quote-unquote, stepmom or, or foster parents or something like that who are Satan worshipers. And uh, basically, Satan has to mate with this woman in the hour, Eastern Standard Time, between 11 p.m. and midnight. 
Well, because Arnold asked about that. Oh, yeah, he was joking. Right? Yeah, and then it's, it ends up being the uh, the stars have to be aligned at a certain point. The guy's like, it doesn't matter about that. It's just, it's a constellation at a certain time. Right, but it happens to happen You're at right, 11 though. o'clock. You are correct, though, because that, that is hilarious. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That he he asked about it, and then basically the priest dismissed him as a dumbass. It just, but it ended up being. Yeah, just blew it, <laughs> just kind of blew him off. Well, here's the deal. So, and this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but not really. Because there's not really much story to this whole thing. So Satan catches Christine, takes her to this place, uh, you know. And I'm not telling him any of the details of this uh, yeah. of this scene or anything because it's the final scene. Takes her to this church and puts <laughs> her up on the altar and is about ready to go. Now the New Year's Day party is going on outside, and they're in New York. So we see we see. Satan prepare to, you know, impregnate Christine. And uh, then we see a little thing, uh, a little shot of the ball dropping. You know, the... the uh, Wait, which scene are you talking about? Right, well, no. <laughs> this, you know, the scene where the, the New Year's balls are dropping. Oh, okay, By the way, okay. what the fuzz is with that? I don't know. I don't know. A ball drops. But anyway, so basically, he has the time. All he has is time between the time the ball starts dropping and the ball hits the bottom to impregnate this woman. That is so symbolic. You know, and I will tell you something. That made me feel really good because that's not a lot of time, but he didn't seem to show any concern. Or, I thought I was the only one. I, was, I thought I was the only one that could get in there, boom, and get out of there before <laughs> the, ball know, the ball drops. I time it, too. I time really? it. Really? Yes. Not really. So do you have a nickname? Uh, are, you, are you a minute man? Not. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wish I was a minute man, <laughs> Judas Priest, just even. <laughs> oh, that's good oh, no. stuff. You know, the thing is, is, like I said, I'm bashing on this. Like I enjoyed it. I, well, it's, oh, it's, it's like it. you said, it's brainless. Yeah. I just, I think I rolled my eyes at the point when right. he, like he lost his, and and so every time he would go back to that, I just rolled my eyes. <laughs> right. Like, what the? Seriously, guys. I, you know, okay, put it in there. I don't want to spend any time on it. Well, and there was one part that also bothered me when he's when he was. Uh, when he finally figures out what's going on, and he's in, and Arnold's in this church, he looks up at the crucifix and oh, yeah. you know with the crucified Christ on there, and he just he just all of a sudden he nods mm-hmm. and like, I I am Good. a changed man, and then he says a little prayer, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> come yeah. on, right, give me a break, but you know what? It was Arnold. He kicked ass. He killed a lot of people. He flew from a, a string dangling under a helicopter. Uh, there was a fist through the face. There was, oh, oh, you know what? There was one part that actually almost took me complete. I almost turned it off. There's one part where, yeah, there's one part where Christine is in her home and a group, there's a group of priests who want, instead of want to protect her from Satan, they want to kill her so that Satan can't mate, you know, whatever. Well, these, these priests show up at her apartment and, uh, she's just getting ready to take a shower. She's just out of the shower. So all she's wearing is a robe. Well, what happens is she runs upstairs. She throws like a like a bedside table out the window to pretend that she went out the window. But then she gets up. She has a big closet, and she gets up on the top shelf there, and she fits up there and whatever. Well, these uh, priests are, are uh, too smart for that shit. They go in there. They they look at uh, you know they're looking around and they figure out that she's in the closet. And then all the, you know they kind of go into the closet and she starts like banging on them with the shoe or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But her boobies flying around. You know, and then it cuts away, then it goes back, and then her robe is completely secured. Oh, really? I was almost out of there right really? there. Really? Yeah. I did not notice that. 
Yeah, was, you know. So was there? Did you see a nipple at that point? I don't remember. Oh, because I didn't count that as a mammary on this. I don't think you did. Okay, oh, but I miss that. But the uh, the desire was there. You know, mm. I'm just saying. Uh, I, you know what? You a little bit. I'll tell you what. We uh, we've been kind of offensive this this episode. I love it. <laughs> Sorry to everybody who uh, is offended. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we just we just lay it out there. Well, uh, I blame Kevin Garnett, biggest <laughs> dildo in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he set us off. Yeah. Okay, anyway. What do you give this one? I give this a buy. You know what? I give it a buy, too. You know, it's uh, it's so funny that I give this a buy and not Constantine a buy. Yep. Constantine at least, you know, attempted to be a little deeper and it attempted to, you know, have more dramatic effects and things like that. And this was a lot cornier than Constantine. But I can I can see myself watching this well a lot more, and that's the thing. But you just could, just you knowing could, you could pick this up in the middle of the movie, right. and still be able to watch it to the end and pretty much get what's going on. Exactly. And I've seen I've I've done that. I've caught this on uh, a spike or something right. halfway through, mm-hmm. and I'll watch a little bit of it. And I know exactly what's going on, even it, though I hadn't, hadn't seen it for a while. And so I that's why I give this a buy. I liked it. Yeah, thought it was good. What you got for us? So I've got a six degrees. I've got Arnold Schwarzenegger was in Batman and Robin with Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. And a little Batman and Robin theme just because of the Dark Knight just came out. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, and she was in Paycheck with Paul Giamatti, who was in The Ant Bully with Bruce Campbell. Was in the what? Ant Bully. Oh, Ant Bully. Yeah. Okay. I learned a lot of shit from this movie. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go off. Let's, let's hear it. I learned that the devil could beat Mike Tyson. Why do you, I I don't I don't know what you're referencing. I think there was a rap song by uh, the Fresh Prince about I think I could beat Mike Tyson. Oh, right. So the devil was beating the shit out of somebody. I can't remember what it was. He was a badass. He was. He was. Um, he check, was one horny mother too. Yeah, he always wanted to get on stuff. Yeah, it's like whoa. Check your fruit before you bite it. Yeah, that's. And there were some people in the middle of that. The devil pees flammable liquid. <laughs> By the way, what a talent to have. I know. You know what? I, I That's probably on the list of superhero powers I want. Probably number five or six. Yeah. I've been drinking cocktails consisting of gasoline and antifreeze, trying to figure that out for scout camp, but uh, no luck so far. No luck. So, okay. Yeah. Um, Arnold can get his ass kicked by fat old ladies. I thought that was oh, yeah. solid. He's losing it a little bit there. You know, that lady kind of looks like my grandma a little. Really? It freaked me out a little. Oh. Yeah. She was evil. Well, she just, my grandma's just short. Chubby and has that curly black hair. Oh, that's funny. That's weird. Um, Christine enjoys black eyes when she's running on the treadmill. <laughs> oh, Boy, <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> I think all women that I know wear a sports bra for that exact reason because right. you don't want to bouncing all over and getting that's true chafed, chafed nipples. <laughs> well, that's what I, I worry about. That. I do. I do. I um, constantly have that black electrician's tape over my nipples on an X. Holy mother! Yeah, just so no chafing. That's good. Um, the devil used to sell used cars. He was a good salesman up there. Arnold really thought he was going to get him, but oh yeah, the movie would end it halfway through. Um, and then the guy from the Alice in Chains video, Man in the Box, still works in Hollywood. He does. I noticed he had a part he, in there. He does. That was yeah. That uh, you know what I didn't think about that. That kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't know that video, go look it up on YouTube yeah, right now. It's good stuff. Memory count six. Sweet. You know what? Speaking of Alice in Chains, you want to drop one? Let's do it. Yeah.
and for <laughs> dude, would you just quit with the vaginjavitis? <laughs> I'm worried I've got it. <laughs> oh man. Well, welcome back from Alice in Chains. Uh, you know, I was a little more chill out. Yeah. I was hoping that that would have a, an, you know, so we could kind of keep it mellow, chill out a little bit, you know, for our last movie, which, by the way, I freaking love oh, our last yes. movie. I, I do have some criticism of it. But, That's fine. But let's go ahead and start. It was Underworld from 2003. expect to defeat the vampires on their own ground. Not if you expect to survive at all. Pierce! Taylor! Put some clothes on, will you? Directed by Len Wiseman, written by Kevin Graveau and Len Wiseman. IMDb gave it a 6.6. The budget was $22 million. This oh, is $22 that's million, good. Uh, as compared to $100 million yeah. for end of days. Wow. Uh, and the gross is approximately $207 million. You know, And if I don't ever give out budget or gross, just to remind new listeners, it's because I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. I typically try to get all of that, but mm-hmm. but sometimes it's kind of hard to find. Or sometimes it just seems so unreliable that I don't even bother mentioning it. Anyway, hey, um, starring Kate Beckinsale as Celine, Scott Speedman as Michael Corvin, Michael Sheen as Lucian, Shane Broly as Craven, and Bill Nighy as Victor. I like I like Bill. Bill Nighy. He yep. was in uh, Shaun of the Dead. You've got red on you. No, Where, he, he was he was uh, Sean's stepdad. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh cool. <laughs> That's your, right, yeah, yeah, that kicks ass. Uh, synopsis: For centuries, Celine, a beautiful vampire warrior, is entrenched in a war between the vampire and werewolf races. She discovers a lichen plot to kidnap a young human doctor. After shadowing Michael, this young human doctor, through the city, she forms an unprecedented bond with him. And when lichens make their next move, Celine is there to fend off their vicious assault. As she races to save Michael and unravel the like and intrigue surrounding him, Selene discovers a, requ- a secret that has terrifying repercussions for both tribes. A nefarious plan to awaken a new invincible species of predator. 
that combines the strengths of both creatures, both creatures, and the weaknesses of neither, which threatens to tip the balance of power in favor of the werewolves who have been on the losing end of the struggle for centuries. That's another one maybe I should have read a little <laughs> bit before I read it on the show. But uh, what do you think? This is this is by far my favorite one-up movie. Now, I, I, I call it a one-up movie because I feel like a lot of times werewolves and vampires have been done. Right. But when any time that, that, that a movie company or a studio puts a new spin on it that I buy and that I like, I call it a one-up movie. And there's a lot of those that are out there, but this, this happens to be one for vampires and werewolves. Do you think that was kind of cheating? <laughs> no. Oh, dude, werewolves and vampires? People are going to give us their money. Well, <laughs> that's probably what they were thinking. Yeah, absolutely. But I thought that the way that they intertwine them and that you find out of how they're related, why they hate each other, mm-hmm. um, kind of some history. I really liked how they kind of uh, talked about the vampire royalty and the, right. way, the way that there's these kind of kings and rulers and these strong ones and the way that they go into hibernation and stuff. I just, the pure bloods. Mm-hmm, I, I thought the whole mythology was there, and I think they did a good job setting it up, developing characters that I cared about what they were doing. Um, it just was. It was all around. It was good. Now, I, you know, we are going to talk about a couple things that were maybe just you know didn't didn't quite work. But I'd say overall, definitely worthy of doing a sequel. And the sequel was really like good. It. And uh, just so you know, we watched the unrated extended version. Oh, did we? So it was a little bit longer than the theatrical version. Oh, yeah. I I have both, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I wanted to watch the other. I wonder one. what the difference was. I don't remember. I know that there's a. I I, I can't tell you offhand, but I know that, that there's a. You know, maybe twenty minutes cut out. Maybe, maybe twenty huh. minutes, huh? Hmm. I, I don't really know what they'd cut out because it was a pretty action-packed show. Yeah, and I I don't know. There's always there was never daytime either. Well, that was pretty no. interesting. One thing I really liked about this movie is the fact that there was such a deep-seated conspiracy between the two tribes, the werewolves mm-hmm. or lichens, and the vampires. It uh, you know it's just like the government. Yeah. All this shit happens. They tell us what they what what they want us to know. You know that's all this was. It was right. Republicans and Democrats. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, by the way, which one would you rather be? Not Republican, Democrats, uh, vampires, or werewolves? Uh, I would rather be a werewolf. You and me both. Yeah. Why? Why? Why would you rather be a werewolf? Well, um, because my genitalia wouldn't be mushy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll, t- I'll tell you why I would. Because um, first of all, if you're a vampire, they're you know they're they're kind of like the elite. You right. know, it shows some of the tribes, and there are all these right. like anorexic, kind of ugly women who, you know, have all this jewelry and stuff, and they look uh, kind of looks boring. Mm-hmm. You know, they're out having their little mixer, and you know, it's like they're they're all just kind of thinking that they're the shit. You yeah. know, well, <laughs> the werewolves are all these big brutes and uh, kicking the shit out of each other yeah, just just for fun. Exactly. Yep. I see myself more there. I do too. You know. Yep, hang, Just, hang with the Not bros. to mention... I didn't see a female werewolf. You didn't know, see one. I want to be a vampire because there are females. <laughs> Just either. No, I I don't know. Plus, you know, you don't need guns. You don't need... You just you use your you use your hands and your, your teeth, your weapons. Yep. You want to eat, there. damn it, you're going to eat. Exactly. Not to mess around with blood. Plus, I hope to talk someday like this. I'm not sure. Yeah, what the what the There was wrong one that guy, guy that had the lowest voice of anyone. It's so low that it like it registered on the canine scale. <laughs> Whoa. You could even hear like different tones in his voice because <laughs> it was so low. No, I don't know. No, but that kicked ass. Yeah, I, does that guy talk like that in real life? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm gonna keep <laughs> saying that. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen him in anything. 
God. besides this, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know what else he's on. Weird. But, but go give us your thoughts of the movie and uh, some of the story that's going on. Some of the how about some of the conspiracy? Um, I I like the conspiracy, uh-huh. but but didn't like that it took six hundred years or a thousand years to figure it out. Like it all of a sudden came to a head at one point, right? Which is right now. There was no hint of it right. beforehand, which I would have thought. You know, it's kind of like what I talk about with uh, the NBA refs rigging games. Right. Somebody would have talked about it before. Wait a before second. now. Now, why did it do that? What was the catalyst to to opening that up? Celine. Oh, I know what it was. It was because they've been because the werewolf, on. the werewolves were hidden for so long, and then they and then Celine caught two werewolves trying to catch up to Michael, and they were out in the out in the open, and then as she was down in the sewers or whatever, she heard a uh, what would they call it a coven or something, mm-hmm. or just a, a large group of werewolves, mm-hmm. and so she's like, "Wait, we've been told the werewolves are practically gone. Right? You know what's going on? I think right. that sparked it. So I don't know, maybe werewolves hid that long. I, yeah, I that's that's a good point. I guess I guess maybe that they tried to cover it that way. I just you know, like I said, no, I'm with you though. It's it's it would be hard to miss right those werewolves because they were ruthless and they were. Just beasts. Well, and this Lucian guy, you think he's just been sitting around for a thousand years, kind of biding his time? And right. I don't know. E- either way, it, it doesn't matter because yeah. this, even if the story picks up now, I mean, they, I guess they could have picked it up back in the the you know the the dark ages right. or whatever. And we well, which they do in the second one. The the second uh, what was it? Uh, Underworld, Underworld Evolution. Evolution. They actually have a lot of flashbacks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep, that's right. And so, and I, you know, I haven't seen that in so long. I don't know how that fits in exactly, mm-hmm. but maybe that does a little bit more explaining mm-hmm. of what's going on. Not that you should need it for the first one in, in you know the series, right? But one thing, one thing I was surprised about was that the movie kept my attention and I really liked it, even though there wasn't as much. And this goes back to the one-up theory. There wasn't as much like vamping out, need to suck blood to live, right? Um. The vampires were a little more fragile than what I thought. Lots right. of death by gun. You know, one lots th- of bullets killing people. One one thing about that point is they didn't really vamp out and go hunt people. Right. They actually they own a company that makes synthetic blood. Mm-hmm. They brought up. Mm-hmm. So and that's one explanation for mm-hmm. that. But you're right. The one th- I I don't know. I mean, a lot of them got shot. None of them died by regular bullets. But you know, they made specialized ammunition with. What, what was Which it called? Is, well, Liquid radiation or yeah, something? Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's like they, they went kind of a different way that, that they made ammunition to kill people instead of vampires tearing throats out and, and lichens tearing throats out. Well, and here's the deal. Just like, you know, just like the other movies that we've talked about today, this is more of an action flick than a horror flick. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, it's, it, there's a good balance of it. Mm-hmm. So in an action flick, you expect gunplay. You yeah. expect whatever. And that's how they went that way, which yeah. is fine. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, if you're ultra-violent, then you're going to exclude some people that would go see this. Well, exactly. And but you're talking about Kate Beckinsale's first role since Pearl Harbor. Re- was it really? I think so. You know what? She is so hot that I oh actually watched gosh. Van Helsing a bunch of times because oh. she was in it. She is, She is. I think I mentioned last week during Life Force when they decide they, when they reach into someone's brain. And uh, and make the perfect woman. She she is it for me. She is so hot. She's not ugly. No, <laughs> no, she is not. So, in fact, one of the things I learned is that I would kill to be a tight leather suit. No, you know what? I w- I can't remember what I was what where exactly I saw it, but I was watching like an extra or some kind of documentary on it. It took her like an hour to get into that. Thing. Are you serious? Yeah, and they had to like powder it all up because it was so tight. She couldn't breathe in it. 
<laughs> so you don't want it to look good, though. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it did. But wow. you know what I learned from this is uh, when vampires vamp out, they get blue eyes. Yeah. And uh, I noticed that, pretty too. Pretty interesting. They go Aryan. Yeah, they do. They, they do. <laughs> it's kind of like a vampire boner. Yeah. Except there's not a bulge in the pants as the eyes turn blue. <laughs> I can tell that you're turned on. <laughs> Bring it on. You know, maybe, you know what, we, uh, we, we've had our mind in the gutter. I, I, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to leave that in, but I'm going to apologize yes. right there. But I don't know. I, here's the deal. I thought that the character, characters in this show were great. The uh, Amelia, who was one of the pure bloods, was, she wasn't in it for very long. Right. But I believe that she was, just by her presentation and the way, the way she carried herself, was a hoity-toity vampire queen yeah and uh i loved bill nighy in this he mm-hmm. i don't know why but he just seems like an asshole right and he was playing an asshole a tough guy though yeah oh oh and he was yeah he doesn't look that tough but he he was a badass in this i think he did a great job in this the lucian i don't know why but i really like lucian i ended up liking him because i had forgotten the whole story of what was going on but right. the flashbacks to what had happened right originally i i ended up liking him a lot yeah i well i like that guy you know the, the sucky thing is is he i don't know if he's in a lot of other stuff that he that i have seen what was that one what's that guy i think name? he's i think isn't he the model for all of the uh like the crucifix statues and uh, <laughs> galaxy like know. Jesus. Yes, he does. Since it's Christmas, I'm going to go and throw that out. Oh, here. that was that was very holiday spirit. <laughs> Thank you. Things. Thank you. Tried to work it in, but uh, he was in a movie. What's that guy's name? Uh, the, how is that? He's a dildo, not as big as Kevin Garnett, but he's a uh, what's his name? He was in Joyride. Oh, Paul Walker. Oh, you know that? You know the Paul Walker where they go back in time because they make a time oh, machine. I I know what you're talking about, but I never Lucian saw it. was in that. And he looked like a freaking puss in it. Oh, yeah? He did not look... He looked completely different. And my wife told me that that's Lucian. I didn't... I, uh-huh. I couldn't believe her. I had to go look it up. Huh. Yeah. But I, I really liked him in this. He was... there. You know, there's a pretty good story to this. I mean, yeah. a lot of hidden lies, a lot of mm-hmm. intrigue and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, and, and you feel bad for this Michael guy. Right. Because he is just this dude minding his own freaking business. Yeah. He's a doctor with the guy from Prison Break. They probably get oh, it on in the shower. I for, I for, Man, that's who that guy is. I yeah. hate Prison Break. I yeah. watched one. I don't, I hate I don't like that. it either. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. And he definitely was a little girly man in this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's doing his own thing, just trying to, to work things out. His wife got killed by a drunk driver. But all of a sudden he's thrust You know what? I, I felt really sympathetic towards him because his wife and daughter were killed. I'm going to up yours, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I don't think he had a kid killed. He I don't know if he did either. His, uh, wife. But anyways... um. He's he's just thrust in the middle of this giant war, going back and forth, being in, having different shots of blood yeah. inserted into him, telling him stuff's going to happen. I'm going to chain you up so you can't feed. Right. I mean, he's just kind of is a victim until the very end. And I thought that they did such a good job with what he becomes. He was a badass. Well, but they did, you know, because you're thinking half vampire, half lichen. What the hell is uh-huh. that going to look like? Uh-huh. You know. But they did such a well, good it was something job. Completely different. Yeah, it was something completely different, but then they really accented the yeah. skills of, of all of them. And man, I just thought you did that. They did that perfectly. Uh-huh. Let me ask you something about uh, about him. Do you think he, he dropped a few f bombs in the movie? Yeah, they always seem kind of awkward. Yeah, he was definitely a guy that probably enjoys his share of taking balls to the ass. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? That's not where I was going with oh. that. But, <laughs> but some people who you know who don't make it a point to cuss all the time when they drop a bomb, like when my wife drops the f bomb, it is the funniest damn thing in the world. Yeah, that's true. Because it just, it just seems little, weird. It sounds a little weird, a little awkward. But yeah, that, that's kind of yeah, how he. Yeah. It's kind of how just didn't fit exactly right. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I didn't uh, go down the right path with that, that explanation. <laughs> but uh, in the roundabout way, yeah, it just was a little awkward. <laughs> Either way, it's awkward. <laughs> Your way's a little more awkward. Than, oh. I'm not even going to ask you to cut that because I know you won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need you to take some shit up on the on the uh, oh. forums there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Although I did have one problem at the very end when Celine takes a uh, sword to an unnamed person and does a Peter Pan flight. <laughs> Wait a second. I did not like that. That part kind of made me mad, too. And this is the one part that I did not like. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it was right at the end, and it had a big impact. Because here's this this big, powerful badass, and mm-hmm. she just kind of takes him out. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. It was a cool death. It was. But I don't know how we didn't figure that out for, like, five minutes. Yeah, no doubt. So it, it kind of reminded me of the horse getting split in... Uh, the Cell? You remember that scene? No. Oh, you, have you seen The Cell? Yeah, but it was a long time ago. I need to go watch that yeah, again. That, I mean, I saw it right when it came bad. out. That's not bad, Joe. Who's the bad guy in that? Vincent D'Onofrio. Is it him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't believe I remembered that. Yeah. I wondered if it was him because he was the bad guy in uh, Men in Black, too, and I didn't realize yeah, he until was. I went back. Anyway, sorry. But, uh, yeah, she splits this guy's head. Dude just sits there. Just kind of nothing, no effect for a minute, and then all of a sudden he's like, what the like? Just kind of like you know, after you eat a burrito or something, and you start feeling the gurgling. You're like, what the fuzz? Oh shit! I hope that doesn't. All of a sudden, his head slides off. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was good. But I, I, I give I us like a bone this. saw. Oh, this definitely gets a bone saw. Bone yep, this saw. definitely gets a bone saw for me. And uh, if we were to do the second one, I would give that a bone saw too. I, you know, I, I can't remember the second one. Kate Beckinsale. The second one was really good. Was it? We'll have to. Maybe I've we'll, seen it. You know what we'll have to do is we'll have to do a show on sequels. Okay. And then just you know check out the second one, the sequel to whatever. The just like are. just like how we'll we'll put together the show like we put all the one all the other ones together. What movie do we want to watch this exactly. week? Exactly. And then we'll and make, then make a topic. Wanna, you know we've yeah. actually gotten a lot of topics from people on the forum and people mm-hmm. emailing us, and I've been keeping a list. I want everybody to know that I'm not just oh yeah that's a great idea and forgetting about it. I'm not. I'm I'm actually keeping a list. You know we've we've probably got 15 shows. You know, ready to go. So, so, you guys are at least stuck with thirty-two episodes from us. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Yep. No, I think that's a, that's we have a lot of good stuff lined up. So, yeah, I, I'm. I got a six degrees then. Um, Kate Beckinsale was in The Aviator with Leonardo DiCaprio, who was in Catch Me If You Can with Amy Adams, who was in Serving Sarah with Bruce Campbell. Okay. So I feel so weak on those. Well, guys. I don't know who uh, I don't know who Amy Adams is, and I've she's in Enchanted. Oh, the blonde. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she yeah, was she's, in uh, she's cute. She's she was in. in the shooter. She was in shooter. Was that her? I don't know if they, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Rona Mitra and there's I think it was her that was in shooter. Maybe I'm wrong. She was in Talladega Nights. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But, she was also what what did I just watch that she was in? Oh, Charlie Wilson's War. Oh sorry, I'll find sorry. I was thinking it was something that was even pertinent. Sorry, my bad. Um, just I don't I I'm just joking I didn't watch that show. That show I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't watch that, so just don't worry about it. Well, that. I can be a man and actually say with pure assurity and honesty that I have not seen that. That's good. Me too. My Me problem too. is I don't watch any other horror mo- any other movies besides horror movies, and I get a lot of shit for it. For instance, uh, I think it was Cole and Corey Graham from the Midnight Podcast were telling me that I needed to see True Romance. Have you ever seen that? No. They said it's like the biggest kick-ass show. I got oh, about, really? I got 10 minutes into it, and then I fell asleep. But 
I don't know. You Pe- do that every time. I do that all the time. And it's not because the movies suck. It's because I start these movies at like 1230. Right. On a work night. Right. And there's no freaking... I just expect to fall asleep. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, so what did I learn? I learned that Kay Beckinsale is still as hot as ever. Pretty original there. Yep. Vampire and werewolves are the worst shots ever. Holy damn it. They missed <laughs> yeah. so many times. <laughs> did you just say holy damn it? Yeah. <laughs> And then the last thing I learned was that, uh, well, I already talked about the leather suit. But vampires and werewolves are the biggest racist bastards in the world. They are. And the mammary count is zero on that. Holy damn it. <laughs> so Holy that's... damn it, I've got vagingivitis. <laughs> that's going on the new promo. Which, by the way, we're going to record Yes, we tonight. are. We just have to finish that off. We are not unplugging until we get that done. So uh, we, let's put in a death scene right here. Every time we come back from a break, we're talking about vagingivitis. I just think that is some scary shit. (laughs) That is. Uh, Thanks to Florida Possum for the second week in a row for that dominating death scene. And check out the forums under uh, episode 14 contest, and I will have a clue up. As to where that uh, where the death scene is and, from, yeah. And for any new listeners, that's where that's how you win the death scene. Go ahead and sign up for our forums, and uh, there will be a contest section where you can guess as to what that death scene was, and we'll send you out a fantabulous mm-hmm. prize disc. Yep. So uh, go ahead and visit cadaverlab.com, and uh, if you want to get into contact with us, you can email us at feedback at cadaverlab.com, or if you want to yell at Sam. For being such a crude mother sucker, email him at sam at cadaverlab.com. Our voicemail number, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, call 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. And uh, bracelets are here. If you would like those, just let us know. I ordered 50, so first come, first serve, and then we've got to put in a new uh, a new order for that. So um, just get up there and, again, let us know, anonymous or not. Yep, and we'll put it on there. And then next week we are. Oh yeah, we we uh, actually we weren't sure if we were going to be doing it through the holidays, but it looks like uh, well we're going to see what we can do. Right now we are planning on doing it on the next two Mondays throughout the mm-hmm. holiday season, but something may come up and we will let everybody know. Yep. But uh, we're going to be doing as probably a hundred other podcasts are going to be doing. We're going to be doing 
Christmas themed horror. Yeah, man. Because, you know, I actually just watched a movie called Christmas Evil yesterday. <laughs> Sucks so bad, but we're doing that movie. Are we doing that? I don't know. We'll Uh-oh. see. We haven't come up with movies. I'll put it up on uh, okay. I'll put it up on the site. Anyways, I guess that's it. So uh, from Cadaver Lab, we will see you later. <laughs>